Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Somebody sound the alarm because I have burned ramen. I had to text Spencer and tell her, when you walk in my house, it's actually safe. It's not on fire. And she had some fires. I had some fires. Ramen burns. Can't even boil noodles here. Happy Tuesday and welcome to Basically Famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a glorious, <sighs> glorious Sunday. It's a gloomiest Sunday. Ripping my hair out. It's fine. Don't rip your hair out because your hair looks really nice. Thanks. You looked great over the weekend when you, or last week, I guess, when you had your makeup done and your hair was down. I haven't seen your hair down in so long, probably since I, I did it last. Probably. I don't wear it. Well, I try to wear it down more in a professional setting. Also, why I do my makeup yeah. more. I just would like to, you know, look a little bit put together. Yeah. When I see you, I don't care. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, you see the state of my hair today, too. And I did a little self-care Sunday today. I did my mask. Good I did a you. little moisture thing. I got some red going on. I don't know what that is. but I'm about to um, go home and drink something and take a sleeping pill and mm. pray that my day is better tomorrow. That sounds so <laughs> dark. I'm going to go home and drink something and take a sleeping pill. It, it is dark. That uh, is how I feel. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's like that. Listen, just take easy jobs, people. Take easy jobs. <laughs> become make, a podcaster. Make less money and take an easy job. It's fine. Right. It's better. It is sometimes better, right? Or you can be your own boss because let me tell you, my boss is pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. I heard she. I heard she's pretty special. She's oh, she's special. She's great. She's a great, great boss. Um, always gives you time off. Always gives me time off. However, was really in a pickle this week. I decided to redo my salon, like just for a little revamp, nothing crazy. But every two years, they'll paint your room for you, and so it's coming up on two years of me being in that room. Isn't that crazy? By the way. Two that years. Cr- that is crazy, actually. I feel like you just moved <sighs> over there. Right. And so I'm coming up on that. So I was like, dang, I better do it if I'm going to do the room because it's the perfect time so they can paint that wall that the wallpaper was on because it mm. leaves a sticky residue. Yeah. Such a pain to take that off. I almost Will hate you wallpaper again stick. or no? You're going to leave it painted. I'm doing one piece of the wall where my windows are. Okay. But I'm going for like the Beverly Hills Hotel type of vibe. Like Ooh, the cute. pink and white stripes, the greens. Similar to our vibe here. As a matter of fact, if we end up not using these photos, I'm going to need them at the salon. Got it. Um, But yeah, like that type of thing. I think I looked at that wallpapered wall. It was so big. Those walls are huge and they're really high. And there was so much floral for two years that I'm not doing that again. It was just too much to focus on. I love the Beverly Hills hotel vibe. The vibe is it, honey. So I last week was working with color and bags. I finally ended up leaving at one point, going to go get a different, um, uh, vanity or dresser. And my new one came. So it's in the garage, but I'm gonna take the other one back. It's just been a nightmare. I, I went to bed last week. So anxious about working the next day because I knew my color situation was like in bags. And like when you can't operate and do your job, that is so stressful. But overall, I don't have stress in my job and I'm not trying to brag. This is actually not where I wanted to go with this conversation. She's like, sorry, just, your job is listen, giving you gray hair. And- I just want to pour salt in the womb. Uh, uh, what do they call it? I think it? I said womb. I meant pour salt in the wound. I don't actually want to pour salt in your womb. <laughs> wow. Well, it's probably useless anyways. So you might as well. It's fine. Like oh, a slug. Oh, it could dry it up. Yeah. 
Ew, yeah, slugs. You put salt on them growing up. Ew. Yeah, which, is that painful for them, do we think? I'm not sure, but Maggie just peed. She sure did. Do you want to explain that behavioral issue to me? <laughs> yeah, it's because I know you're a little dog person, but little dogs suck. They are so hard with that shit. Literally. I'm Do you want to pause this so, so we can annoyed? Clean it? Yeah, we'll pause it. Okay, be right back, guys. Gosh, that's so annoying. Maggie, I'm we're beefing. I'm mad at you right now. She's trying to suck up. She's <laughs> like, hey, I'm so cute. Yeah, you're okay. Mad at you. What's wrong? Me. I was trying not to gag. Why? Because you put your toe on the button. Oh, really? Feet gross you off that, yeah. gross you off that much? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Not a, not a feet person. Aw. I also don't like armpits. But I think we've talked about that before. You don't like armpits? No. Meanwhile, we had an entire conversation about your hairy ass armpit last week. <laughs> but you don't like them? No, but that's my armpit. One. And it doesn't matter if it's hairy, not hairy. I don't like armpits. So like Elaine mm-hmm. and uh, this other girl that worked for us, Lorena, mm-hmm. um, they used to like chase me around the store with their armpit. Yeah. Wow. And I'd be like crying. I would That's such a crying. weird thing not to like an armpit. I know. I know. Is it the look of it? The smell of it? No, or? it's not even the smell of it. I don't know. It's if I think about it too hard any it's like, uh, I don't know. Bodily crevices gross me out. I don't know. Really? I'm more of like a butt crack, butthole <laughs> kind of girl. Like ugh, not that I like it. That That's what grosses me out. Your butthole. Ooh, I can't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not particularly fond of buttholes. Mm-hmm. Like my tongue is definitely never going near one. Uh, my no. mouth is not going on anybody's butthole Mm-mm. ever. Um, no, you keep your one eye like away. From, <laughs> yeah. from a distance? I don't know. I think they're, they're funny, but an armpit's not funny. It grosses me out. Really? That's so interesting. <laughs> I don't think there's anything so fucking weird. outside of a butthole that I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> like nothing else on someone's body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care about feet hands like people have weird things like they yeah I don't know what it is armpits just they really freak me out if I'm like you know cozying up to Robbie and he lifts his arm and I can feel his wispy armpit hair I'm like like actually my throat is looming up just thinking about it dang I mean if you lift your arm up and it smells like subway we have a problem but outside of that we're good like don't come near me smelling onions no but (laughs) no oh damn girl Oh boy, you're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. Yeah, I I will survive. <laughs> That's well, the only part of that song I know. What were we talking about before? Mm, before what? Maggie the peed? pee incident. Um, I got no clue. But since I can't remember, I'm just going to um. Well, I have to have some humble pie. You do have to have some humble pie. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have my very first uh. Am I the asshole moment? Except I don't need to ask because I was the asshole. You already know. So I'm here to make a formal and public apology to my family. <laughs> to Robbie's family. To Robbie's family. Who, and your my family. family. That's right. That's right. You're right. Um, for my vent sesh a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. I really probably shouldn't have done that on a public platform. I think we call that um, airing dirty laundry. Yeah. 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 We don't do that. Um, Because it wasn't at all what we thought it was. Totally miscommunicated situation. What you're saying is, there's a rumor going around (laughs) about (laughs) me and (laughs) you. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So um, we talked it out with one of his cousins and, you know, 
of course, that was terrible and I felt awful and I apologized. You did for, feel awful. I can vouch for that. No, Since I were re- texting me yeah. and yeah, I really but did. Miscommunic- um, miscommunication, misinterpretation, misinformation, whatever, but misindependent. No, yeah. that's the wrong, wrong. Right. Tone. I, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I was going to go with it and give you a little beat by, by, no. behind it, but as soon as I, I said know. it, I was like, that's wrong. Were you thinking of I N D E P E N D E N T? I was thinking of the Kelly Clarkson song. Oh yeah. I'm whatever. I don't know. Anyways. I'm an asshole. I'm here to say it loud and proud. Not y'all are good though, right? Just loud. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. Yeah. I think we're good. You know, I think we just both have to do a little bit better and Spencer has to not um, avoid confrontation with them. I think I just need to like when I'm frustrated, communicate that in a more timely manner and not let it fester and bottle up. So I explode on a public platform. So wait, what you're saying is I told you to send the text message. No, you really did (laughs) tell me to send a text message and I didn't. Oh, that was and then, the next question. So she just listened and then. Okay. Correct. Okay. So she called me while I was in meetings and yeah. then um, I was like, fuck, you know, as soon as I saw the call mm-hmm. and I but knew and then now I texted you know. her and I said, yeah, are we, you know, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, I was taking a walk at lunch and listening to your episode. And I was like, giving you a download asshole. Bitch. Thanks. Literally. And then you, Anyways, yeah. I'm an asshole. I'm. I'm the dick. It's Lesson me. learned. I'm the problem. You are the problem, Taylor. Um, is that a tiny tags that you're wearing? I don't think so. Oh, those are really cute. But they are very cute. They look just, I found my, y'all, I found so much jewelry this weekend. I'm really bad for um, going on trips, taking things off, shoving it in the side of a purse me or a bag. Too. Right? So I couldn't find my smartwatch, my Garmin or fo- fossil one. I don't even know what it was. I paid $400 for that thing not even a year ago and lost it and some Revolve earrings that I wanted to rebuy that I was looking for for our photo shoot in January. Couldn't uh-huh. find them anywhere. I just told Stephanie the other day, I really just want to buy them again and that I couldn't find my smartwatch. Well, last night, I've gone to bed for the past three nights at like one or two in the morning. Who is she? I don't know. I don't know either. But I was organizing and I happened to like be thinking about my watch. I was like, you know what? I bet it's in a purse somewhere. I found my tiny tags necklace, um, hair all wadded up in it. Nice. I found my watch, my earrings, a ring, Good for you. my dad's ring that I had melted. Like I found so much stuff. His wedding ring that I had I passed. I was like, I, I lost all the stuff. And then the problem is when I go <gasps> on like my next trip, mm-hmm. I have to unpack things from my suitcases that right. I left before. Because I'm, yeah, I'm really bad. Listen, don't okay. look at me like that. Listen, I, no, I get it. But I, I am good usually at unpacking, but I just, I don't even know. Mine is when we do like the photo shoot. I left the jewelry that I wore in one of the shots for one of the, one of the shots, like I just said, what? Um, and Stephanie was like, hey, I don't think you meant to give this to me because I sent her some clothes. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, I don't think you meant to leave, leave this in the bag. I was like, no, you're right. I didn't. So I'll just like do it in those types of situations. Gotcha. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, cool. I've lost um, 80 things. Yeah. But I found it. It was like Christmas. Yeah, no, this one um, oh, cute. Barbara got for me for Christmas. Oh, it's so, it looks I mean, literally just like a tiny, like a mini version of a tiny tag. Yeah. I mean, it might be. I don't know. But it's three, it's three little tags, three initials. It's an R, an E, and an F. Robbie, Robbie, Eli, real. Finley. Yeah. You know, it was really funny though. When um, she gave it to me, I showed Robbie and Robbie was like, her dog's name is Rosie. Okay. 
So Robbie was like, oh, Finley, Eli, and Rosie. And I was like, no, you dumbass. I was like, oh, Robbie, God. you. I was like, Robbie. Oh, I wasn't sure if like she had a matching one. It was like your dog. Thing. I was like, no. Maybe your dogs are besties. <laughs> you. But Aww. anyways, I wore it. I mean, I wear it all the time now, but I wore it on the plane and I was like fingering it. I had two full-blown panic attacks on the plane. I had one on the, and I, I honestly can't tell you the last time I had a panic attack. It's been so long, which is really. You were cool as a cucumber when I was having a panic attack going to (laughs) Dallas. You just, Spencer was like the mom patting my leg, telling me it's going to be okay. Breathe. I'm totally fine flying with other people. Oh, flying by it. I don't know why, but flying by myself, I am extremely anxious. Gotcha. And so the first plane, I was I was texting Elaine, like, as I sat down, like, I was fine. I was able, I, I cried only a little bit, and then I talked myself down. Okay. The flight home, the first one, fly, um, flying, <laughs> <laughs> flying from Memphis to Charlotte was so bad, I... And the, the guy, flight itself was bad. No, okay. my panic attack. Uh, oh, okay. Like we weren't even off the ground. Oh. And the guy next to me was like, are you okay? And I was like, like, I'll be fine. But it was the worst panic attack I've had in a really long time. And the only way I was able to kind of like pull myself out of it, I had just bought a water bottle. Okay. And so I put that, there's a nerve. If you guys, su- if anybody suffers from panic attacks or just anxiety and you don't know this, there's a nerve and I think it's called your vagus nerve or vargus nerve or something. It I goes, feel like it's probably vargus, not vagus. <laughs> Wishful thinking. I vagus just nerve is got vagus on the, the brain. Liver. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's like this nerve that runs through your chest. If you put something cold on it, it mm-hmm. alleviates anxiety. <clears throat> and so I. Is that why people have panic attacks? Sorry, I, my esophagus is on fire. Yeah. Is that why when people like have a panic attack, they put pressure there? You know how people grab their Probably, chest? I tap. Oh, tap. Okay. So I tap like that. And then if I've got something cold, I'll put it on there. But I did that. And I, for whatever reason, when I was leaving the house, I was like, hmm, maybe I'll bring my like smelly stick. I have this like inhaler. Mm-hmm. That's a calming inhaler. It's like, like eucalyptus peppermint. oil oh, yeah. and stuff. And so I was like smelling that. And I had the cold water bottle, but it was really really bad wait that little smelly stick you used to bring when we recorded every time we recorded do you remember that uh-huh. yeah man i haven't seen that since season one <laughs> <laughs> i remember that thing yeah i keep them and actually another company just sent me a bunch to try which and i was yeah. like oh, okay cool um man i forgot about those yeah i need, I need to try one of those actually yeah huh it was so they you're supposed to like shock your senses so it, that can help or keeping like really sour candies like some people keep like warheads on oh, them yeah because it's just about like distracting yourself from Getting your mind the, off of what you're doing yeah because it's not I'm not worried about anything I'm not worried that the flight plane isn't going to take off right I'm not like I don't I don't stress about any of those things I don't know why it if I'm by myself I will have, but you're never afraid anxiety that you're going to like, like for me, I was just on a client last week, this because we're going on our trip soon and Mike is a really anxious flyer. And so I always try to keep it together for him, but you've obviously mm-hmm. seen me on a flight and this didn't happen to me until I had a kid where I really do worry that something's going to happen. Um, I think about terrible things happening also in the news lately. I don't know if y'all have seen this, but like there's been a lot of unruly people on flights lately. Yeah. Like, People are peeing on, why are we peeing on each other on an airplane? Like, what is going on? Seriously, like, if that happens, I don't even know. Or if someone starts yelling and freaking out, yeah, 
I cannot handle. Well, that's what I felt bad because the guy was like, are you, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I was like, I'm just having a panic attack. I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> don't look at me. No, but I was like, really? Like, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, no, but I don't think about anything bad happening. It's not that I'm anxious. It is literally just. Do you think it's the fact that you're a in a panic- confined space and like that part of it? That's just interesting. Cause for me, I'm thinking about bad things happening. And uh, what I was saying is, um, Mike gets really anxious. And so when we go, like I, my heart races thinking about it and I think it's leaving Fisher. And also he's on a, like a clingy mom stage right now. And so I told my mom this morning, I said, Oh my God, it's gonna be a lot harder to leave him this time. Cause I've never, I've only flown away from him twice to Dallas, our live show. Mm-hmm. And the other, when we went to Miami for that cruise, I think those are the only two times that I've flown away from him. And both times I've cried, like it's, I've been so anxious, but I feel like it's because something bad's going to happen, which I yeah. hate that I feel that way because I do believe if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But also I'm going to need y'all to calm the hell down on these airplanes. I'm telling you now, if you start acting crazy, <laughs> your girl is going to be unhinged. Like, I really feel like y'all are going to be arresting me because I'm going to be freaking <laughs> the hell out in aisle 26E. Actually, I hope I'm up into the front of the plane. Just, no, on the wing. I, I've always heard the wing is the safest. So if, like, the rest of the plane goes down, I feel like the wing is just going to... Wait, really? Yeah. I've always heard that. Google it. I don't know. I've always heard... I'm going to guess that there's probably no safe part of a plane that's going down. Really? With all the extra metal around that doesn't hold it together better? Like, if the front of the plane blows up and the back of the plane blows up, you don't think that I'm going to glide on down like a little hang glider? Ain't that where the little, um, is like the little airplane where the little, um, shoot... Well, yeah, because the exit row, mm. at least one See, of them, some big planes have multiple. Right. But I don't want to be on the exit row. Don't be giving me any type of responsibility. Absolutely not. Can you, they're like, can you do this? Can you open the door and get, uh, no, I'm going to be freaking the hell out. Like let I me, can't do anything. Let me tell you. So Friday, okay. So Friday night. So whatever. It was such a, such a day. I had this fucking panic attack on the plane. We land in Charlotte. My flight's delayed. So, and delayed a lot, like two and a half hours. Mm, and then right. it gets delayed a second time. I had tickets to a Matt Reif show uh at 10 o'clock and so I didn't end up actually leaving the airport in Raleigh until 10 15. What? Wait you were delayed here? I was delayed oh coming, here and coming then- back. Oh, so oh, oh oh I see I see. I got out of Memphis on time and then in Charlotte as soon got as it. I landed my flight I had like a really quick connection and then it got super delayed. So gotcha. I got left RDU at 10 15 mm-hmm. and I literally like cha- Robbie picked me up. I called the place i had them change the name on the ticket so they could pick him up whatever but long story short matt reif who if you don't know who he is i don't know if i know who he is is he well hold on i might his name sort of sounds familiar is he like singer songwriter he's a comedian and if i (laughs) i know who he is he's a singer songwriter no he is hilarious he's hilarious but he's so hot oh so hot and he went so he's been going viral he's been doing comedy for a long time got it and he only recently really started like selling these huge shows and whatnot because he's gone viral on tiktok why are you making that face because he's not hot to me oh no he's he's very pretty he's very pretty He's not hot. I mean, he's not like ruggedly he's very handsome. Yeah, he's very pretty. He's pretty boy. Clean face, chiseled jaw. Yeah. You don't think he's pretty. You don't think he's attractive. Um 
combine. He's he's very pretty. Go ahead. She's like, no, he's not it. Okay, so Wendy's not into him. You're like probably the only woman ever. But I'm not a pretty boy girl. I like that rugged, like scruffle. Like you've been working out in the field, or like me, me too. But I can appreciate a, a good looking specimen when I see it. I think it's combined with the fact that he's so funny. And like off the cusp funny. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who there are every comedian has like different styles, right? So there are some people that really just they go off their set. They have their written jokes, whatever. I would say probably 70% of his show was off the cusp audience work. Right. Like he can do like the quick live like things. And And that's a true comedian to me. Yes. Because a lot of times comedians rehearse and uh, hello, we did the same thing. Well, we tried to do the same thing. We tried. Our we audience was a lot of we, we accidentally went off the cusp, whatever. But like a lot of times it's like telling a story and you can make that funny. But like if like to me, a true comedian is being like quick witted off the cusp, like working. Oh, and he working the audience. Yeah, and that's, that's cool. really what's made him go viral on TikTok is most okay. of what his shorts are because mm-hmm. he has a crew that comes with him to the shows and it's it's shots of him like doing this audience work. Okay. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. Right. But he was telling us this story about, um, traveling and how he, cause he, he got in trouble on Twitter for this tweet because he was flying first class and he was trying to shove his backpack under the front seat, whatever. I'm not going to tell his whole joke, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to steal his lender. Steal his show content. If it's off the cusp, then he can, recreate it right figure it out matt rife but he started talking about how he always uh pays to sit in the exit row because he wants the extra room and he's like he's like i'm on a plane four times a week and he was like i still couldn't tell you what to do (laughs) case of an emergency because they don't even do me either they don't even stand in the little thing anymore and do the little you know thing that you watched on a video which is so crazy to me oh they didn't even do that Mm. oh they didn't they're like figure it out (laughs) they showed you how to attach your seatbelt. Do you think it's because if the plane's going down and if there's an emergency, you're all going to die? It doesn't matter. Like, stop. Don't waste your last four minutes trying to figure this out and get the door open. Like, you're all going down. He's like, I think there's like a baby and an inflatable under your seat, right? Like, that's how it works. There's a, (laughs) my favorite is the life vest under the seat. You're going to like pull it out and do the, and make sure you do yours before you do your partner's. Uh, If you need a life vest, unless you (laughs) landed on water. (laughs) You're not going to make it if you hit water. When you hit water, that's harder than concrete. And let me tell like, you what. Look up gravity. It is every man for himself. Okay. Right. Survival of the fittest. If we're going down and those air masks pop down. And if yours you doesn't do work, you do not sorry. have to tell me to no. put mine on first. No. no. Mine is going on first. I don't give a rat's ass about Robbie's air mask going on. Figure it out. Tighten it up. Breathe in your bag. Do what you got to yeah. do. But your girl's putting her mask on looking like um, Tom Cruise and <laughs> Top Gun. Like, I'm going to do me. You do you. Literally. Like, uh-uh. Like, if you can't figure it out, then this is God's plan. Okay. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell y'all right now, the safest place on a plane. Okay. okay. So according to a time investigation that looked at 35 years of aircraft <laughs> accident data. So that sounds pretty legit. It's very legit. Very legit. The middle rear seats of an aircraft are the lowest fatality rate 28 percent compared with the 44 percent in the middle aisle seats <gasps> nonetheless um, so nobody wants to sit in the middle in the middle meanwhile, at the back in the middle at the back you're safe they're the safest seats that's right look at this this chart deadliest seats on an airplane <gasps> Ooh, the front of the plane you're going down actually Probably, i have heard that oh you have yes okay Oh, and then you know what? To my shock, the middle, like I said, 
That's right. But then the back is followed. Do you like how she adds that? Like I said. Like, like I said. Um, but yeah, because look at this. Like if you look at the layout of an airplane, it just makes sense. It just does when you look at it. There's so much more things holding it together, you know? Okay. I believe it. Well, I no- believe you and the data. <laughs> 35 years of experience, honey. I believe it. Okay. So, wow. Um... Let me go check on this chicken really quick because I already burned one thing for the day and I really don't need my house smelling like a um, cremation place. Oh, God. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Being your parent takes a lot out of you and I haven't found anything that gives me that much energy without making me crash. Coffee, hello. But since I've started using Magic Mind, instead of drinking that much coffee to have energy, now I drink this little shot every morning and I've cut down from two cups of coffee. Two I cups, mean, I mean, it's a lot for me, but not for you. Not for me, but I will say I have also been able to cut down on caffeine intake. Yes. Which is great. And it also helps you remember and recall things more easily thanks to Bacopa. Bacopa. Yeah, Bacopa. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> an ingredient that boosts what's called your working memory. Oh my God. I have to start drinking more Magic Mind because I can't recall anything from like when I was literally uh, 19 to now. <laughs> that's my problem. I got to drink more of this. I can't just do it on my working days where I'm trying to skip my coffee. No. Magic mind every day, period. And do you remember in our initial call with no, them? No, because I haven't drank said- magic mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. But he said when you drink it with coffee, it can actually give you, it makes it so the caffeine boost that you get from the coffee mm-hmm. is more stabilized and you don't have the, the crash. crash. Yes. I do remember him explaining. It's very interesting because a lot of us, I feel like do get the coffee crash or whatever caffeine you're drinking yeah. at the time and Energy your body, drinks. yeah, your body just like all of a sudden just bam plummets. Most of the time it's like what? 3 PM. We talked about this mm-hmm. and we all feel it. We're sluggish, but you know what? Take your magic mind because it's going to maintain that stream of magicness. Energy. magicness magic energy yeah but it's got other uh, mushrooms like the lion's mane you guys know i'm a big fan of like mushroom coffee and that and it has matcha which contains less caffeine than coffee and also contains additional compounds that extend the benefits of caffeine by slowing your body's ability to absorb and l-theanine which helps reduce stress it's like the slow and steady wins the race yeah and that's what it is because caffeine you know when you drink something and you get that like jittery like all of a sudden it hits your system you're like oh like that mm-hmm. that's what it doesn't do it's an excellent point. god who is she she drank, her mag- she drank her magic mind this morning she's sharp today folks <laughs> the magic mind team created a great offer for us to share with you guys you get up to 56 percent off your subscription in the next 10 days and 20 percent off your one-time purchase with code famous 20 you can get it at www.magicmind.co slash famous and redeem the discount code FAMOUS20. But hurry up because the 56% discount only lasts 10 days from our episode airing date. So while I was um, getting the chicken out, I was thinking, there's some chicken getting browned in the next room. I was singing that when I was taking it out. And let me tell y'all something. The recipe that I shared last week, I made it again. It is so it freaking smells good. Does it delicious. not? She's a damn chef. Yeah, it smells really good. It's so good. You'll have to try it before you leave. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing. People keep asking for that recipe. And it came in like a um, TikTok, the girl that did it. But she goes so fast. She literally does it like this. She's like, all right, chicken, 
five minutes each side. Don't touch it. Lemon juice. Have a have a lemon zest of pepper. And I'm like, okay. But can you imagine how boring it would be if she went slow? No, I like that. But she should at least type it out in the caption. She doesn't. She just Actually, says make it. But I'm not. A, so I'm not a recipe follower Me either, per se. Girl, like people, I'll make something and then share it. And people are like, oh my God, what's the recipe? I'm like, okay, yeah. I can ballpark it for you. That's, that, well, that's what I just told Mike. <laughs> when I was cooking earlier, I did that because Emily did write it down. And she like summarized. But I like added stuff. Because we needed, a, like, last time it was a little bit, it was not bland. It needed more salt. It was so good, but it needed more salt. Mm-hmm. And I also put the basil and the parsley in before you did the dish. And then I was reading online. It's like, actually, if you add basil and parsley to stuff afterwards, the flavor is more, like, bold. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like to tweak stuff. And then I didn't, like, I kind of measured, but I wanted to do this one so I knew exactly. And I doubled the rice recipe. Anyway, it's so good. I'm going to type it up, and I'm going to do it. But, no, for the... For the aesthetic of it all. Also, is TikTok going away? Why do I keep hearing this? I keep hearing that too. Okay. And you know, I'm going to say no, which okay. is why I haven't paid it much mind okay. because supposedly they were supposed to take it away years ago, right? Right. I mean. And I was like, no, don't because that's the only thing that got me through quarantine. I'm not going to lie to you. I would be devastated. You would. You would without TikTok. I would check on you. I would do wellness Thank checks. you. you yeah. You'd need to. I would send you like board games and stuff and be like, are you okay? Are we alive? Like what's going on? Yeah, the answer would be no. All right. Uh-huh. But I would, um, you know, I would get through it. Yeah. I just can't figure out. I'm like, what's going on? Also like Instagram, what's going on? Like I, I why? What's up with Instagram? I haven't been on Instagram at all. Shit. Like what oh, is what's this broadca- broadcasting? I don't know. I don't know. But can we stop adding features? Please. The broadcast channel, I guess, is like from what I, because I Googled it the other day. I kept getting alerts, uh-huh. but ours, is ours even, did we get one? I don't even I know don't how know. to check for it, but I Googled broadcast channel because I didn't know. I guess it's just like a text message kind of like for all your people, but listen. I'm fucking stupid. I will post be signing a story. up for nobody. Right. Post a story. Like there's so many ways. The little um, status updates and in, inboxes, no. I don't use those. Those like, are already dead. It's so dumb. Instagram is so like, dumb. They, they throw spaghetti against a wall and, and see they what hope, happens. Mm-hmm. Right. But it does stick for some people. <laughs> you mm. know, I can't. I'm like, stop changing things. Anyway, rules of unspoken marriage. Unspoken marriage. Unspoken. <laughs> what was it? What were we talking about? <laughs> well, we we decided, especially because oh. Wendy was going to um, make prep the dinner before we oh. came on to record. Right. And then Mike said he didn't want that responsibility. No, no. So no. The- Back it up. Back it up, Trisha. Back it up. <laughs> Um, I literally like you do a little prep work, you pop it in the oven and then in 35 to 40 minutes later, you check the chicken. If the chicken titty's done, you pull it out. You're done. Right. He's like, I said, all you got to do is like check it. He's like, I don't want that responsibility. I'm like, (laughs) you're literally going to check it and make sure it's not pink on the inside. That's all. But anyway, I just told him it was ready. And then I was like, do you want me to eat it for you too? Because like you are helpless. (laughs) (laughs) I'm PMSing and she's feeling real feisty. I'm here for it. I'm here for all uh, of it. Anyways, so we're anyways. like, oh yeah, uns- that's a, just like an unspoken rule of your your marriage, right? Is that you are you're in the kitchen, bitch, for for checking the chicken, <laughs> checking the chicken titties, <laughs> the chicken titties, um, the checking. Check Mine the is that. Um, well, I mean, there's lots in my house. I don't- yeah, you had some interesting ones when you said the. Top- okay, listen. Mm. I told Wendy. I well, I don't do the cat litter. Because I, I gag. I can't. I wouldn't do that either. Um, I also don't take out the trash. 
Robbie, Robbie takes out the trash. That, that really appalled you. It, it did only because <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but don't at me. Um, that's a man's job. Yeah, that's why Robbie does it. But that being said, you know, my impatient self, if he doesn't take it out quick enough, I'll take it out. I took it out right before we got here. And he's like, I was going to do it. I was like, right. But like when? Tomorrow? Today? Tomorrow? <laughs> like, what are we doing? When I want something done, you got like a five minute window. And then if you're still sitting on the couch scrolling, oh, I'll no. do it. My, you know what? I got it. Don't worry about it. Depends what it is. I have been like that too. Or like if I start putting away... There is nothing that makes me more mad than like when the dishwasher sits clean for like a whole day. And mm-hmm. I don't know why, but like, it, I don't know. Everybody I don't want to do that you either. It, <laughs> you got to open it when it just finishes. So the steam like makes it dry faster. So I will watch it. And if it's like 20 minutes left, I know oh, I need to go there. do that. Yeah, girl. Open it up when it's just done. Also, you get a little to your face. That's probably why my face is so flush today. I got a <laughs> four degree burn from a fourth degree burn. Um, but yeah, open it up when it's just done and it'll dry faster for you. So you can put them away. Cause I'm the same. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, that irritates me. Like if I open the drawer and there's no clean silverware mm, and the, mm. the dishwasher is just sitting there clean makes me mad. Also, if I cook dinner, Robbie cleans, but if mm-hmm. Robbie cooks dinner, he also cleans. <laughs> Well, see, I love that rule for you. That's that Thanks. actually works out in your favor. Thanks. Look at you oh, being no, it does. Look at you being a good sales girl. No, literally, you putting out. I suck <laughs> because the rules all benefit me. I'm not really mad about it. I feel like you're 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 doing CEO <laughs> stuff, like running that house. Um, but we used to do that when Mike and I were dating. Do you remember the tasty videos? Oh my gosh. Right. Yes. We still talk about them, but they just don't exist. I don't even know. Somebody needs to get on Tasty and do that on TikTok. That'll blow up because that was on Literally. Facebook before anything was anything. Barely Snapchat was making I it. I forgot about Tasty oh, videos. Oh no, Mike and I talk about the the stuff we used to make because we used to make um these little dough like pizza stick things. Uh-huh. Loved those. We make pretzels, all kinds of stuff, but we would do that and then the other one would clean. But that's when before we were married and he was trying to impress me and fake it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the, um, what is it? The false advertisement is like, like, listen, you cook, I'll clean. I cook you clean. And then also, oh my God, he doesn't know this. I swear to God, if one of y'all tell him this, (laughs) I can't even say it. It's so rude. Okay. So when, before, so he got my engagement ring, we had it like made and he got it in like June or July. I got to keep it down in case he's listening. Eavesdropping on that. He already listened to Spencer's story earlier. I mean, damn, he showed her his titty last week and now they're besties. <laughs> he's listening to her story. <laughs> What's going on? But, um, I used to wear my engagement ring while I was cooking and I would send it to my friends, like send selfies, like while I was cooking. This was like I'm dead. five months before we were engaged. <laughs> well, I used to do that when, um, like after Robbie bought my ring and he would go to work at the bar. I would yeah. lay in bed mm, and I'd same. put the ring on same. and I'd shine a flashlight on my hand in the dark mm. and I'd make it dance. Yes, I'd like, why, what is loser wrong? energy? Total loser energy, but I did it. And my friends were like, you are so dumb. And then I don't know if he ever caught on to it because one day I checked it and he had moved it to the kitchen, like the top of the cabinet. 100%. Still found it. Still found it. Good luck. Good it. luck, Mike. I know. <laughs> I already know. This is also before Nest cameras were a thing. Your girl just knew. I'm going to sniff it out. Think about all the stuff you can't get away with now because of Nest cameras. Like, I know. I want to put one. Gone are the days of like, 
you know, ding dong ditching people. Right. No, they're like blasting that. you on damn next door. You're yeah. caught done. <laughs> and they're like, somebody's kids, you know, whatever. And you're like, did you do that when you were younger, Terry? I bet you did. Don't that sound like a Terry thing to it do? It does sound like a Terry thing. <laughs> Terry is riding your ass out on Facebook. Terry but, fucking um, ruins everything. Literally, it's always Terry Bear. Um, but I want to put one, you know, I have cameras in my house. You know where they are. Mm-hmm. But I want to put one somewhere that like we gather a lot. But I don't because I'm like, mm, girls nights would never be the same. No. Never be the same. Does he have access to all the cameras? Yes, we all do. My mom even does. We need to figure out how to like block his access sometimes. I know. Yeah. I know. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. We do. And I can't tell y'all where they're at, but just know we have cameras. Spencer and I have cameras in our house. So if you even try so much as to even cut your eyes and roll them on our doorstep, <laughs> we saw that and you are officially blocked. We'll know. We'll know. Um, anyways. Okay. So I found this list on thought catalog of unspoken thought or thoughts. T-H-O-T? Like you're a thought? No, it should be thought catalog. That, but wait, it, can we have something on our show, thought catalog? We should, All right. actually. No, that's... Nobody steal that. Hilarious. Call, well, we're call gonna, on our lawyer after We're going to do it anyway, and so we're going to say that you copied us. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> so, thought... Thought catalog. Thought mm-hmm. catalog, not thought catalog. Thought. Um, so... The 20 unspoken rules for a happy, successful marriage. Very curious. I haven't read them. Okay, good. Okay, number one, respectfulness is oftentimes more important than communication. If your partner doesn't want to talk, give them the space they need. Okay. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) hold on. I agree with this one only because Robbie, Robbie's a talker. Mm. But my thing is, if I am not in the headspace to talk and you mm-hmm. force me to talk, I'm going to say something so cutting and so mean. You You're will never You're going to have to go to the hospital. Yeah. And they're like, will, why are you here? They're like, my wife said something really mean. And I just, yeah. You will not no. recover. It will be bad. And I won't mean it necessarily, but I'll just be saying it to get you to shut the fuck up and get away from me. Right. So I so remember, I, I remember us having this conversation before and I remember you saying that and you, you had said something to him. I don't remember what it was now. It was a couple of years ago and I was like, and oh, it was probably really no. mean. It was, mm-hmm. you said it was really mean, but, <laughs> and I'm not just like that with Robbie. I'm like that with everybody. If I am not ready yeah. to talk, I get that. And you force me to talk. I will just say something so off the cuff because it, I won't mean to. It's not like I have to think about it. My this is it's a sharp ass tongue, and That's the it'll thing. just say something. Yeah, I feel like yes, I totally agree. But also, like the longer that you're with somebody, the more that you know. Like, spoiler alert: I can be annoying. <laughs> I'm sure some of you know, and <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily follow somebody. I wouldn't follow Mike around the house like a chihuahua, like asking him to talk to me. But like, if you say something or I say something, and I want to talk about it. And you don't want to talk about it right then, but it's been a little bit of time or like what I thought was okay. I've gotten better at not doing that anymore. Like just because I'm ready to talk and I've processed what you said mm-hmm. or the the argument or whatever it is, I sometimes still will give him. That being said, and I don't know if Robbie's like this or if you're like this or, or I, I feel like this is more of a guy thing, but they'll say whatever and then they want it to just be cool in 20 minutes. Bitch, mm-mm. I'm still mad <laughs> because... There are certain things that you can't say, like what you're saying. If someone just pops off real quick and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. I will ice you out for three weeks then. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's cool. That's how you feel. Good. Well, you know what? Don't talk to me. Lose my number. (laughs) Yeah. It's harder when you have a kid because then you're going to be like, yeah, look, I need you to pick him up. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You know, you can't really just cold shoulder. You have to like talk about grown up stuff and kid things. You're like, great. So rude. I have to text you about this 
ugh, I'm gonna make a schedule for you for two weeks. I'm not talking to you. We have to co-parent. <laughs> Great. No, but I get, I agree. I, as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at like, I mean, eventually you, you have to be able to talk, to talk it out. No, but you're exactly to. right. But yeah, like every, each party has to be ready to talk about it. But you but, have to know how you feel to talk about it. Correct. Yeah. Cause otherwise, like you said, I, you'll say something that you haven't fully digested or processed and you'll say it and that might not be what you mean, but that's how it came out. And it's like, Ooh, well, and sometimes to. like you're going to be a hothead in the moment mm-hmm. and you're going to be maybe a little more reactive than you would otherwise. And you have to take that time to like sit and realize like, okay, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like how mad am I actually like, is this actually a big deal or am I just being sensitive? Okay. But I do some of my best work in those moments. Let me tell you, <laughs> but listen, Stay here. Listen to what I got to say. Okay. So Mike gets more like his temper is shorter. So he'll like flip out or like kind of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm more like sensible, but I like hit. You wait for your moment to strike. But when I do, it's very matter of fact and like calm, but like condescending. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, but, and then it's, I can't explain it really, but man, I feel like a, boss fighter I don't know that's not no I just do I can deliver it in a way that's like very matter of fact and I'm not raising my voice at you but mm-hmm. really in the moment I'm being an asshole because I'm talking to it's like oh okay well listen I'm really sorry that you feel like that but but you know you start laying out yeah. the facts but like in a calm way which is so annoying if someone does that to you so you got to do it yeah oh but then I like I said I do some of my best work in those moments because I'm like oh yeah that's funny you feel that way and then I'll take my ponytail down so I can flick that hair right on out. I'm like, you're sleeping on the couch. Do you, guys, do you no. ever actually make him sleep on the couch? No. As a matter of fact, our entire relationship, Mike has never slept on the couch. No. Mm-mm. I would never. I will roll over. I'm going to be more dramatic about it. Oh, for sure. You ain't going to have no covers in the morning. You're getting, getting my back, back, bitch. Right. You better get an <laughs> Afghan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you want to be freeze. spooned? <laughs> Too bad. We're sleeping ass to ass. Get the fuck away from me. And I'll put my cold feet on you in the morning so you know no i no i'm, I'm very dramatic about that and i'm like oh i'm no. going to bed Ugh. robbie will not go he does not let me go to bed if we're arguing about something we are not allowed to go to sleep and that Angry. is so wildly annoying but i can tell you in the like 15 years we've been together i can think of two instances where i actually did go to go to sleep mad and it was much to his chagrin. He did mm. not want me to go to sleep. But that's in the Bible. In fifteen, it's in there. In fifteen years, for only two times to go to bed angry, that's pretty good. It's not bad. You're not supposed to go to bed angry. You're supposed to, you know, make amends, whatever. But sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it's not. If you're trying to, if fight you piss at me off right no. before bed, Mm-mm. guess what? I still need some time to process. Right. I'm gonna be dramatic in my, in my dreams, and I'm gonna do the huffing and puffing. Uh-huh. When you, you know, when you roll over, you have nothing to be huffing and puffing about. Like yeah. you have no reason to be bothered outside of the argument fact, and you just yeah. gotta make it super dramatic. Yeah. Yes. Shake your water around your ice clinkling <laughs> at two a.m. Stir you're my so thirsty. I'm uh, sorry. I'm just yeah. annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So two. When someone is wrong, don't keep score. I don't really do that, which is annoying, but. Me actually, okay. I don't either because I can't remember. (laughs) No, I really can't. I almost wonder if there's something wrong with my memory. I mean, maybe. No, I'm not kidding. I'm. I know. It. It's mind blowing to me. My friend Jamie remembers a ton of stuff. She's been listening to our podcast. So, hey, Jamie, and she also wants to come on here. I told you. I told. I told Jamie. I said I talked to Spencer about you coming. But anyway, she'll remember stuff like after listening to the podcast, and I'm like. 
Oh. Well, no, you and I have talked about this before. I think I black out when I record because I'll listen back to things when I'm editing or somebody will DM us about something that was said on the show. And I'm like, I have zero recollection of what this thing is, which is not good. That's going to bite us in the ass one day. Oh, for sure. Right. But I mean, like when life things happen or like when you're talking about something, you just tune me out. No, I don't remember. I tune myself out. (laughs) My brain does not tune in the memories that I could contribute to the conversation. So then Jamie will be like, oh my God, you don't remember X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, no, was I participating? She's like, you were literally the (laughs) other person. And I I don't have a good memory. So I don't keep score mostly because of that, but also because that's the right thing to do. Mm boring I hate the right thing right catch me in here with a, a whiteboard that's what i'm gonna <laughs> if you see a whiteboard on this wall we'll know in little tally marks yeah. you know what that's about perfect fights okay number three love your partner the way they need to be loved not the way you need to be loved yes. and take the time to understand what that means okay yeah i fully agree I with that. this one because we've talked about it before everybody mm-hmm. has their love language right y'all taken yours you and robbie so not a no we haven't taken it like in an official capacity but I know what my love language is Mike and I took it when we were dating and ours are complete opposites us too okay so Mike is like affection like he likes to be touched like physical touch isn't that strange but like think about that like that's such a not Mike you wouldn't think Mike would be that way yeah whereas I'm absolutely not that way and you would think I would be and my mom has even had to tell Mike like she has never been touchy-feely she's never been one to do that no but if this house is clean you better come up in here being like oh my god I could lick the floors I want I don't even want a plate tonight for dinner I'm just gonna eat it off the floor and then I'm like (laughs) oh my god I love you so much but yeah it's interesting but I yeah. agree with that you're an you're an acts of service person I yeah. feel like you like right. a, you like acts of service acts of service and words of affirmation are yep. mine Mike is a um touch and I think he he might be words of affirmation actually he wants to be praised oh my god you vacuumed oh my god these, that's dick. these, praise, these praise words have never been cleaner like what no I think he is that we did take it, but now I can't remember that one, but I do know that like physical touch, like yeah. if he's vacuuming y'all, I gotta go like climb him like a tree. Cause he wants me to get on his back and me pick back. <laughs> yeah. Robbie, God. he, his love language, like going out, he's a gift guy. Mm. So mm. he's Micah's gift. You're right. So Micah's gift too. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. They're very similar in that way because for Robbie, it's physical. Like he wants to receive love through physical touch. That's so funny. Yes. And words of affirmation and then outgoing it's acts of service and gifts. Okay. Well, damn, that's like fourth. I don't, we didn't take that one. We didn't take that quiz. It was, his was um, physical touch and um, gifts. So like on birthdays and stuff, people are different. They receive love differently than like they give it got it so like true robbie shows his affection through like gifts and acts of service like that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then i well and we're slightly compatible because i i'm an acts of service person yeah i love to give like i would say acts of service and and um time quality time yeah i'm a big time person because if you're willing to give me your time yeah, it's a, like well, and spend time with me then I feel like you value me and, and yeah if you think about it 
giving somebody your time above anything else is the ultimate gift. Mm -hmm. You know, like even more than love, you can love somebody from afar. You can love somebody for five minutes telling them in a text message, but giving time, if you really think about it. It's a deliberate effort. Well, yeah. And you're spending something that's very precious with that person. Whoa. I feel like this would be a great, like, there's got to be like a, um, love language expert out there that could come on the show. I'm very that curious. would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should have someone do that. Because I think I know, but maybe I don't. Maybe I'm different. You think you know, but you have no idea. This um, is the true life. You remember that on MTV? Yes. Wow. It made me, the way you said that made uh, me think of this girl on TikTok. So mm-hmm. she does, she spoils like blind items. Oh, okay. But the way she opens all her videos, and like this is no hate towards her, but it <laughs> literally makes my skin crawl. <laughs> The way she does that. No, she says. Um, so I made your, your skin crawl. What does she say? Um, you want more? I'll give you more. Just like that. That's how she, she opens joking every video. Or she's being for real. No, she's being oh, for she she's being for real. And like, I actually like her her videos, but the way she opens them. But she like. Oh my god! It makes like, my pussy pucker. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, all you ladies puck your. <laughs> Get out of here don't get out of here um i hate it damn what was but I the way say? you said oh, it just made me think of oh that. well i'm glad i made your skin crawl on your <laughs> your pp but whatever um does she do like demoy stuff or like what is she spoiling like celebrity stuff so uh enti do you know who enti is yes okay so his like blind items which is what he's like famous for yeah she'll talk about those and she'll make the connections and she'll talk like make connections between like Dumois and stuff like that. I'll have to okay. send her to you. You should. Cause her stuff is actually interesting. I just, she opens every single TikTok like that and her face is all up in the camera and she uses this filter that makes her look like not real. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> but she, I'm sure she's lovely. I just really hate how she opens her so videos. She's really great though. You guys should follow her. <laughs> <laughs> If you're feeling uh, extra puckery, you're yeah. a follow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh, Ooh, four. Four. Don't punish your spouse for being honest. You won't always like what they have to say, but punishing them for it will ruin your future communication. That doesn't bother me. I agree with that. I do agree with if that. If someone's being honest, wouldn't you want that? Like, if they're li- don't lie to me to, like, appease me, because that's going to really piss me off. Like, yes. don't tell me what I want to hear. Correct. Truly. Especially if I know like, that you're not being honest. Right. It's just going to make me more mad. But even on surface level stuff, like my butt cheek sits on my leg. Like I, you, I don't even have a. <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that. Continue. Right. Uh, well, I don't even have mm-hmm. a butt. I don't know what happened. Well, mm-hmm. the gym didn't happen, obviously. <clears throat> but I, yesterday, let me tell you something. If y'all want to ruin your day, your week, your month, your year, whatever, wherever you're at in life. I don't know where I'm at. It ruined my year i tried on bathing suits yesterday during the prime we had sunshine for one day prime time sunlight coming in at like 4 Mm p.m in my bedroom Mm -hmm. tried on bathing suits Mm -hmm. don't (laughs) no it was not good i wouldn't do that it was so bad i was texting stephanie gaga and um sending her like pictures because she's going on a trip too later in the year and Target actually has really cute swim stuff now however i love a high waist but they have got like these like string like have you seen the new styles so like a string bikini, right? No, because if but it not doesn't ties. Look, if it doesn't make me look like a nun, I'm not wearing it in public at a at a pool. Okay, but like <laughs> string bikinis covering it all. Well, okay, string bikinis are back in style, right? Absolutely not. But look at my butt cheek. 
it's not there. So then I sent her that, like, why can't my butt be like that? <laughs> so I lifted up my butt cheek and sent it to her. And I'm like, why? Like, I love a high waist. Yeah. It's nice. I need the high waist because I just do. Why don't you do like one of the bottoms where it's like not quite a thong, but it's like somewhere between like a thong and that. Because, because I feel like that of my more... cheek, I need like, no, I need I feel like the fifties like... one where it looks like a short. <laughs> so it makes my stumpy legs look even stumpier. No, I feel like God. those actually kind of like give your cheek a little lift mm. they help it out i think i need to do some butt band workout i mean you probably need to do that too but i'm just yeah <laughs> i'm telling y'all that made me feel terrible like i didn't realize that like how bad it was maybe i'm just like not walking upstairs enough i really haven't been upstairs to the playroom in a while <laughs> Well, that's it. But I'm like, wow, seeing that was not it. Why are we talking about this? What were we talking about? I, I don't know. Honesty. Oh, right. So then Mike is like, I think you look great. I'm like, you, well, you do are look annoying. Great, but no, yeah. I, I'm like, my butt cheek literally is sitting on my leg. It's just one thing. Like my leg is actually really long. It goes up to my shoulder. <laughs> it's like, oh, it looks like a Barbie leg, like on oh, Toy Story with the head on it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, really there's sad. that that is a lose lose though because let me tell I you know, if Robin right. was like you look like shit you're like cool yeah you're like, divorced nice fupa bitch I'd be like go fuck yourself right but no, also right. like tell me I look great but also I know when you tell me that you're a fucking liar or just like don't say <laughs> but there's a, it's so it's a lose lose didn't for Allison Krauss <laughs> say like when you say nothing at all you say it best when you don't say anything at all like just yeah but like, then mm. I'm gonna interpret that as you don't like what you see either. Mm, it's just a lose-lose all around So honestly i'll just wear a sarong and it's not even gonna matter there you go actually i'll just get four margaritas back to back and it won't even matter it won't matter and then you can't tell me i'm not uh beyonce out out there on that deck problem solved (sighs) problem solved your girl ain't gonna be able to hear nothing all right number five there's no such thing as winning an argument if you can't come to an agreement that satisfies everyone you've both lost that is a big fat lie Ooh, see, no, I agree with that because I just told Mike within the past couple weeks, I was like, you're a terrible communicator, (laughs) period. Like just that Uh because not everything has to be an argument. Like if someone says something to you that you disagree with, it doesn't need to be an argument. So if I I I know, but I'm going to tell myself in my head that I won. Well, yeah, we always win, but that's not up for debate. So it doesn't, it's it's null and void in your conversation. (laughs) We know, like we'll have our whiteboard here. Let's put a whiteboard here. And when we know we argue, but like, I do agree with that. Like you can't, (laughs) (laughs) we are, no, why don't we call our merch, our thought catalog? Love it. Love it. Um, but I did, I'm like, just because I say something that you don't, and again, everybody has different reasoning for being defensive about it. Yeah. Oh my God, Mike just walked in here, which is super awkward because I'm talking about, we're talking about unspoken rules of marriage. What would you say is one? Go. (laughs) Oh, wow. He said, quit asking him to bring wine in here. Well, I'm going to say, quit asking me to snuggle later. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. See, he always gives me the feet rub. Um, But... I, I agree with that though, because you have to be able to communicate and tell somebody something that they might not want to hear. It might freaking suck. But what I was saying is everybody has different reasoning why they take it differently. True. Like the trauma stuff, you know, I had, had a trauma queen, queen, trauma queen. We're trauma queens. <laughs> no. I 
about that. that. It's true. <laughs> we should get merch to say trauma queen. Oh, would that be fun? Just add it. Can somebody like start earlier. a list here right. of the, Can we the merch ideas that Stacey, we keep? our manager, Stacy and Booge. <sighs> God. Oh, by the way, Booge messaged me the other day and she was like, are you talking about me with like the crazy friend that you can't tell Mike? I was Aww. like, no, I was like, please. Sad. I told her who it was, you know, yeah. I told her who it was. I was like, Anytime I ever say anything about a friend, I was like, girlfriend. It's not you. Not you. Mike actually likes you. He like barely likes anybody. True. He likes you too. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. Because that could be weird. I spent a lot of time over here. I mean, you saw his, his nipple last week, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'll make sure to compliment it later. <laughs> Did you shave? <laughs> you should show him your arm. Y'all should bond over that. Oh, we should. God. I actually haven't shaved it since we Who's... last talked. <laughs> Let me see it. Hold on. Let me see. She's going to show me. I swear to God. That's yeah. not bad. It's not yeah. what I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's it's pretty long, but I think God threw me a bone because he it. gave me a gray hair this week. So. He was like, oh, I saw your stories. Yeah. I told Spencer, I said, it's because you're almost 40. I hope you choke on that wine. <gasps> Number- <laughs> I did earlier. That's really rude. Actually, <laughs> my throat burns. Uh, okay. Number six. You'll see each other at your grossest like when you're vomiting or have diarrhea don't use it to humiliate each other later on who even does that mike would never okay do you know how many times i have retold the story of robbie fucking puking in the toilet and then shitting all over my white bath mat <laughs> have you told me that story yeah i'm pretty sure i told of, it on the I was show say, sort of story. well if i haven't i'll just tell it again now so let's go i get a phone call and robbie or no it was a text robbie he just texted me i'm sorry the bells are going off. Yeah. Continue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew he wasn't feeling well. And I was like, why are you sorry? And he was like, bath mat. That's all he said. And um, I had a, a brand new white bath mat that I had just put down. And Robbie wasn't feeling so well. And he was like, definitely got to throw up. So we went in the bathroom. And I don't know why he must have been naked. But he was puking in the toilet. And then it shot right out the back end all over my white bath mat. And I mm. said, please tell me you threw it away. He said, I did. I said, great. Right. We're not saving that and Clorox and washing that. Like yeah, we're no. back. We're going back to home goods is what we're going to do <laughs> for a $24 bath mat. <laughs> That's Literally. what we're going to do. We don't need to preserve Bless. it. Yeah. No, Mike would. I don't think he ever would. No, I mean. I wouldn't use it. Like, he doesn't care that I you're tell the story. You're not maliciously using it, though. Correct. Like, that would be different if you're, like, in front of a group of people and being like, oh, my God, I remember when you shit in your pants the other day? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. And that's awkward Actually for everybody. embarrassed by it. Right. That would yeah. be, like, awkward for everybody. But, like, also, if I pooped on the table giving birth, because you know everybody says you did, I literally asked. I said, did I poop on the table and everybody said no whether or not they were telling me the truth i have no idea i honestly wouldn't care maybe but i wouldn't care i don't get weirded out well i don't think there's anything you can do about that like you literally can't feel or you're not (laughs) right if you if you do want to feel everything at that point then yeah then don't hear it but if you don't no i didn't care all right so then we'll go through some of these let me see uh number seven be the kind of spouse you would like to have by your side Absolutely. I agree. God, I would love me as a wife. You'd be a great Thinking wife. Thinking about it. I am a good wife. I'd probably hate me. <gasps> Why? I, no, you wouldn't. You're fun. You're a good time. No, I'm a great time. But I also, I default to letting Robbie do a lot of stuff like around the house and whatnot. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight, don't correct the other person unless it's important. Um, wrong. I will Google something so fast. You're not even done with the conversation. I'm Googling it. <laughs> Always. And you know what? I really get on my own nerves with that. But like, Mike will be saying something. Mm, 3% of the time I'm wrong, but the rest of the time I'm right. 
because I'm a random Googler. Like yeah. I know random. I, hey, listen, I can't. You and remember. I are both like that. We yes. have a lot of like just random. But I love that about knowledge. Us. <laughs> but if we're like hanging out, like when we used to hang out all the time on the back porch, yeah. we're like googling the most. Ra- we know so much random stuff. Yeah. I don't know what I did at 24, but you better believe I know the safest place on an airplane. <laughs> so come to me for that. 100. <laughs> percent I would trust you with that. I would trust you with that. Thank you. Well, well, not that. Not necessarily that because you now didn't know. you would because now I have the knowledge because we googled it. Right. Look at us go. Uh, number nine, never hold money against each other. Mm-hmm. I can't with that. No, I'm that sorry. one. Sorry. It has to be. An, no, we're just going to move right on. No, past no, that no, 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 we're not. Okay. Because not. the reason that we're not is because our patrons and our Instagram group voted on this, like unspoken rules of marriage. You're right. You're so right. We're letting them kind of pick some of our topics. We thought it'd be fun to like do this. Right. So I feel like we got to get into some of the stuff, money and marriage very difficult is it not the worst part of marriage like 100 one of the worst parts i feel like for mike and i like i will pay extra on stuff so i don't even have to have a conversation i swear on my life robbie and i only argue, argue about money about two things okay. and that's what we're eating for dinner Ugh, so annoying <laughs> and money right yeah money is so hard and like do y'all keep your finances separate or do y'all do it together no and i wish we had no what no we don't keep them separate no uh, it's together so more so we keep them separate now okay when we first moved in together and we shouldn't have ever done this but when we first moved in together it was there was no his money my money like we didn't have a joint account technically okay but we also didn't have an agreement for like who paid what amount of bills like it was a bill came in whoever had the money paid it okay like it probably in hindsight should have been like more of a conversation and more deliberate. Yeah. And then when we did get engaged that we went ahead before we were even married, we had a joint account and everything we were supposed to close our personal accounts and only have this joint account. Well, I closed my personal account. He never closed his personal account. Mm. I'm sorry. What Robbie? Yeah. I know you're listening. And that was for a long at you. (laughs) Right. A long time. So we have had many, arguments over money because it was like wait i forgot robbie listens to this yeah shit it's fine okay i'm not saying anything that he doesn't already know but you're saying it for everybody else to hear and know well it's fine i'm not saying anything bad but no it was money has been a point of contention at times because there were times where i felt like everything that i was making was like my money was our money and his money was his money Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. No, of I get the, that. And then, but now it's a little bit better I because I do have my own accounts now. And so you can like squirrel it away the way you need to do it and, do it and delegate. It's a little bit better, yeah. but like we still argue about money. and Because it's such a pain in the ass. So like Mike and I always have had separate accounts and we have a joint account for bills that we both, we Mike and I do everything 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because she's a boss bitch. That's why. That's why we do that. Okay. And you too. We was me and you, not him. Yeah. He ain't no boss bitch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, but we do everything 50-50, but I'm not going to lie. Lately, I was like, wait a second. Your girl cut down to three days a week at the salon about a year ago, and I keep Fisher more now. So mm-hmm. shouldn't I technically have to pay less? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let him know. I'll let yeah, you, know you how let that him know. Can't wait to have that conversation. Well, that's what I always tell people. Even if you don't have anything mm-hmm. at the time that you're getting married, you have to have a prenup, especially yeah. if you <clears throat> listen. Wow. You have to have a conversation. It might not be a prenup. Me and my y'all got a prenup. Oh no. I think everybody needs a prenup because really? hear me out. Especially okay. if you're planning on having children. Okay. It is 
down here more common for there to be one income in the household when people have kids okay. lots of people oh yes child this area especially child care is so expensive don't even once people have multiples it's very hard for one for to have two two working parents it just is right so think about it think if you are a, a woman or a man we're not going to stereotype if you're a parent that's staying home with your child mm-hmm. say you take 10, 10, 15 years out of your career because you're rearing your kids. That is 10 to 15 years of lost income, mm-hmm. lost career mobility. Yeah. There, you have to have some sort of compensation for that. And I've seen and heard too many times where a couple gets divorced mm-hmm. and, and the woman gets screwed on that. The woman gets screwed. It's hard for her to reenter the workplace. Right. She can't make the same amount of money she could have made had she had her husband given up his career and okay, she stayed but, in the workforce. But, okay. I know we're not stereotyping, but a lot of times women and we are not those women, you and I, because mm-hmm. we've had this conversation. I'm not a stay at home mom. Like I don't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I still don't want to do that. Like I like to do my own thing. But like some women do, they really do feel like they were put on the earth to have children and be a stay at home mother and, and they've made that decision. So that's not fair for them to come back at their husband later in life and be like, well, I took some people, listen, I know people that literally their goal is to get pregnant, to stay at home, live off hubby and do it. And that's fine. And there's always, you know what I'm saying, there's though. always exceptions, yeah. but that's not to say that should they get divorced, she gets to stay being a stay at home mom. No, she's going to have to work. There's the rare occasion. Not always. No, but there's the occasion where the man makes enough money where he can yeah, float. Yeah, his ass is playing alimony. Float, right. Her <laughs> life. <laughs> wow. His ass is paying alimony. But more often than not, alimony is not enough for her to live off of. Right. She's going to have to go back to work. I'm just saying it goes both ways. Man or woman, you have to look at like long-term worst case scenario. Oh, no. I no, I agree with that. But also, if you're a woman and you're like choosing to do that, I don't think you can hold that against your husband later. If you want to stay at home and you're willing to give up your career, whereas I was not. You are not. We know that. I would never do that. Right. So also, I don't have two children. Why? Because what have I told you before? What have I told y'all before? What have I said on stories before? It's expensive. We own our own businesses. Mm -hmm. I am selfish. I want to work. I want to travel. I want to do this. Like I, you got to know, you got to be realistic with yourself. And if you're not going to be, and you're just going to like, y'all listen, I'm not saying if you get pregnant, your second kid, you didn't plan it, whatever. Like, it happens, but that's purposely like why I never had a second kid. Cause I want to be able to like do what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That being said, Mike and I have always done everything 50, 50 because for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent, I associate money with like security. So if I know that I've got my account a certain way, mm-hmm. that is, that keeps me secure. Well, we've it, talked about it. That yeah. Money can't buy happiness, but it can bring you peace of mind. Hell yeah. So, which, which is ultimately happiness. Money right. can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a trip to the Caribbean islands, <laughs> which buys me happiness. And some margaritas, happiness. There you go. So that's BS. <laughs> Anything else on that one? I mean, damn, that's on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 10, uh never make a big purchase without talking to each other. See that? Yeah. Um it depends. Do you guys have like a spend threshold? No, because we only have one joint account that we port we put the same exact money in to this account. So, so I have anything my own. that's outside of that account, you don't run by each other to spend. Oh, no. I'm just saying like is there when a threshold like could Dallas? you go out and buy a boat? If you had money for a boat without him, without having to talk to him about it, 
Uh, yeah, I can. I okay. bought a car without telling him. I didn't tell him. <laughs> I made him go with me, but I was like, I'm going to get a new car. Okay. Like when we were in Dallas and mm-hmm. I bought that Gucci purse uh-huh. for $3,700 when I pictured $1,700 for the camera bag and the guy talked to me out of Fabio talked to me out of it. No, I didn't call my husband and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Cause he would have been like, you're dumb. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do either one. No, if it's my money, I would never, that being said for real, like the car thing, I did get a new car, but I didn't run that by him. I said, Hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. We needed a bigger car. I, need bigger I don't car. feel obligated to run anything by him. Like my, if I'm spending my money, I'm spending my money. Mm-hmm. But I, like I'm not going to go buy a house without telling Mike. No, but I, I feel like it, I would want him to run big purchases by me. So I do the courtesy of doing it, of doing Mike it went and bought a whole ass boat. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like he has a boat okay. and now he told me, he was like, I'm going to buy a boat. Like we tell each other. It's not like we just come home with a boat. Or like yeah. come home with a car. You know what I'm saying? We tell each other. He wanted a bass boat. Well, yeah, I think that's more what oh. we do. We'll share the information like, i want to get this this is what i'm going to get right. i don't ask him if it's okay it's right. more like hey i'm this gonna, is what i'm doing yeah yeah i was like cool because Can i, I go would on expect the, boat? the okay, same cool. yeah i would expect the same in return like he doesn't have to ask my permission but yeah. like it would just it's just courteous yeah to like tell me what you're planning like on mike doing. wants to sell this boat and uh-huh. get a different one and like he has a plan to get the boat because whatever and i'm like okay cool yeah do that like we don't but he's not asking me i'm not right. like no you can't do Just that keeping, or, keeping or, you in the loop he ain't even asking me like what do i think about it i'm like yeah, <laughs> you don't give a fuck he don't care <laughs> but listen can i get on that boat in the water all right cool get a boat i right. don't care and me too and I'll, i'm also not paying for gas on that boat so you you skirt me around all around that lake wherever you want to go i'm a 20 take me around the lake right i don't care <laughs> i'm like yeah y'all go fish i'll sit right there and chill perfect cool 11 always keep an extra blanket by the bed just in case you have trouble sharing one night that's fucking dumb is this real life i don't like that you're gonna freeze better put some socks on right (laughs) i'm about to roll up like a goddamn burrito (laughs) right like suffer but you know what go get your own blanket it does make me mad sometimes when i wake up and he was so selfishly rolled over with all the cover i'm like that is so rude as a man you should be protecting me and you took all the cover (laughs) wow way to leave me in a pinch that doesn't really happen with us i will say like we we've never only once in a blue moon will I wake up and I'm like shivering because he's rolled over and taken the blanket but it doesn't happen too often no we usually sweat you know what I did last night I cannot believe I did this I slept in socks on purpose like I got out of bed and put socks on no okay I can count on my hand the number of times I've ever done that and it's because we had like no power (laughs) actually I never did it on purpose like I never purposely put on socks but last night I was so cold and it was freezing in my house that I was like I'm putting on socks because people say you have like better sleep I don't know. It wasn't bad going to bed, but I also found them on the outside of the cover at the end of the bed this morning. So I don't know what, I don't know what point I did it. They were like fuzzy Christmas socks. Fuck this. Yeah. Okay. This next one, I feel like it might trigger you. Oh, great. Number 12. If one person voluntarily cleans something, the other shouldn't complain about how it was done. Oh, for sure. And he does it. That drives me crazy. Oh, you so I, he complains about how you clean yes, things? Yes, Mike, <gasps> go ask him right now. He'll tell you this house is disgusting and we need to have someone come in and like clean the baseboards. Just getting out of hand. The blinds, the baseboard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's not where I thought it was going. I thought you were going to be critiquing the way he cleans. Oh, does he clean? <laughs> 
Sorry, what? Did I miss this? Uh, have you been at my house okay. when I wasn't here? Yeah, number 13. No, listen, wait, speaking of cleaning, yesterday yeah. Fisher got out our Swiffer. I was actually, I think I was upstairs or something. And um, my mom was like, your son just said this house was disgusting. And he was he was walking around with Swiffer. Okay, Wendy Fisher, <laughs> like, oh when God. he was like two, God. I, he couldn't even barely speak. He might've been younger than two. He mm. would just walk around and like find any tiny little piece of lint on the carpet and, and pick it up and bring it to Wendy. And she was like, I have him well-trained. It was does. so like I've never seen anything like right. it. It was psychotic. It really is. <laughs> but but you know what? My mom told me my mom stayed with us this weekend because Mike was gone. And um my mom's like, God, you are your dad. Like there's certain things. Like I was just For raised sure. a certain way. My dad, y'all, I'm telling you, we didn't even sit on the living room couch. And I know some people are like, what? But we really it just our house was immaculate. Like always. It was yeah. just was perfect. And as much as I didn't think I would ever be that way, mm, I'm that way. Like if I fluff the couch and the pillows, I'm gonna need you not to sit on it. Like don't <laughs> sit on the. Don't you see what I've done here? Oh, if I get up, up from your couch, I will. I'll fluff it. I I I sit on your hard bench and in your kitchen, so I don't have to mess up your couch. Stop it! Oh my God, Spencer, don't do that. No, I mean but I like, will, but I'll fix it when thing. I get up. Like if I see something out of place and I'm talking, like I'm in conversation and I see it, I like it's. I really believe it's an OCD, like yeah. a medically thing. A medically She's self-diagnosing really it's okay but I think for real but I'm like I don't know why I'm like that but he told my mama this house was disgusting but Mike literally okay. I can clean all day and he'd be like these baseboards are just dis- now he doesn't ever say like my cleaning yeah, yeah. is not good but I'm like these baseboards like, are get gross. on your hands and knees right. then That's and get a rag oh he told me the other day that um our washer was broke mm-hmm. and he was like uh I said well I think it's fixed because I run a cycle on hot and I said maybe because we have well water which is really treacherous it's just tragic here it really is and um I said I think I fixed it I put on (laughs) I put a load on hot I think it blew out whatever was clogging up the you know I'm 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 fixing it I'm Mr. Fix I'm Wendell over here you know my hands and knees blue collar and um he's like I don't know I would still call the guy I was like oh would you because your friend could dial him out (laughs) he looked at me I was like I mean you what you would still call the guy yeah so you you can do that great so you can call him you can call him See, Robbie, Robbie does a lot of the cleaning in our house and he cleans like a man where he'll just kind of like shove things off to the side Mm. and doesn't really like put things away or like he cleans. I love you, Robbie. Please don't stop cleaning. It really helps me out. (laughs) Right. But like, it's not like really clean. Like there's some shortcuts taken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It is what it is. It's fine. Okay. Would you rather that? So like my, I would rather that than he not clean at all. Okay. But listen, so Mike doesn't clean that often, but when he does, he really does get out the Clorox and he's lifting up the blinds and like cleaning the the nooks and crannies of the damn window pane. And I'm like, I'd rather Robbie clean 50% (laughs) more often than going hard at 9 PM. Yeah. Because I could always um, have a, a cleaning person come in and do the, deep cleaning well that's the thing we had we haven't had one for a while but like we had our cleaning lady come and he was like critiquing her and and i agreed she was not great the last one mm-hmm. and so my neighbor has somebody i'm like well i'm gonna get her to do it but then i need i always pre-clean and i'm like until that's what my mom my mom used to clean oh, for yeah. the cleaning lady and my like i never understood it as it's a kid just a thing. but now i get yeah, it yeah it's just a thing and also i tell mike i'm like the cleaning the girl that we had for a long time i loved and we got a different girl i'm like their job is not to put your stuff up it's to 
clean surfaces. Correct. Used to drive me crazy. I'm like, why? Put your shit away so they can actually do their job. No, it can't be a disaster. And then you expect them to do it. Like, no, that's not their job. Their job is to clean it up. But then he'll be knee deep in a closet at nine o'clock. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm cleaning. I'm like, well, let's not do that right now. Wipe the counters that have rice all over them dried for two days. Yeah. It's like they have a hard time, like, um, like prioritizing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 13, give each other alone time, even if you aren't fighting. No problem. Amen. Done. No problem. Number 14, never disrespect your partner, not in public, not in front of your friends, and definitely not to your kids. That's I a also huge agree one. With that. that is a huge one. So I don't care necessarily being the butt of a joke. Um, like if Mike were to make a joke. Like- There's a difference between being like the butt of a joke that's like in good humor yeah. and like just. Or like calling you out. Pointing maybe. out. Yeah. Flaws be like making well, fun. Yes, but even then, Mike doesn't ever like that at all. No. Like, not even in good fun. Robbie doesn't either. it makes him feel like I'm making fun of him. It it can be, it doesn't matter what it is, actually. Whereas I'm, like, a little bit more loose about that, you know? Mm -hmm. Unless I'm on my period, then you better not make me a joke at all. (laughs) I'm a Lorraine Lorraine above at your butt. I will always make myself the butt of the joke. Yeah. And, like, if he were to follow suit on that, I wouldn't care. But he doesn't. He's very respectful. Yeah. I feel like Mike is with you too. I never he hear is, Mike. No. He's say always like been. That about you. No. And he would always get my back. Like Mike is yeah. one of those very loyal people. Like he doesn't talk a lot, but if you so much as to like allude to yeah, making fun. Yeah, he would fun, come for somebody's neck. 100%. Yeah. That is definitely how he is. And he also expects that in return. He doesn't want to be the butt of a joke. He wants it to be yeah. respectful. Behind closed doors. Because he's tough and gruff, but he's a little sensitive. He is very sensitive. Yeah. He tries to act like he ain't, but. No, he is. He's, okay. he's a little baby. Yeah, I, saw, I saw his reaction to that hairy <laughs> nipple video. He was like, oh, I'm embarrassed. It's like, it's so red. I'm like, it's not a big deal. No, it was so just hairy. Funny. I mean, it's not the first hairy nipple I've seen. Right. Like, it's fine. I it's look just, at my own every you day. You saw Spencer's armpits last week. It's totally fine. <laughs> look at my own every day. I have like. Little hairs on your nips? Six very pronounced hairs that grow just like between, between the two. Oh, I do. Yeah. But I got like three on this boob and three on that boob and then one That's direct nice. and then one directly in between. Oh, really? Very strange. Yeah, so I just plucked that shit right out. You're but like, it's listen. like they appear out of nowhere. They're not there. They're not and there. I check sudden, every day when I shower, huh. when I look at my boobs, and then one day they're like an inch and a half long. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? How does that even happen? I don't know. All of a sudden they're like, <laughs> yeah, one day they're just like, bye. We're here. It's been nice in here, but I'm going out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Okay, uh, 15. 50-50 doesn't exist, so expect something closer to 60-40. Who gets what will change from time to time. Um. Okay, well, I don't really feel like this is a rule, but I do feel like if you have a healthy balance in your relationship, then yes, there's an ebb and a flow, right? There's going to be times where you're up and your partner needs more support, and then there's going to be times where, like, your partner's up and you need more support. Yeah. But I, I don't even like even more than the support thing, like the 60, 40 or the 50, 50, I think it depends on what it is. Like yard work, you get a hundred zero. Like I don't want to do yard work. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Cooking. 10, 10 and 90. You See, know what cooking I mean? Like in our house, that's how yeah. it is. It's 90% yeah. Robbie, 10% me. Yeah. Like gardening. I want to, I do want to plant <gasps> flowers. I would never. See, that's, I love. That's zero, zero. That's we hire somebody. Okay. Well, I want to plant <laughs> the flowers and the rose gardens, but I'm going to need you to maintain them and you to water them. Now I'm going to stick the rose food in there every now and then, but outside of that, not that's on you. You water the flowers and all that cooking. I love to cook. 
Mike's not I really one. I love to one. cook too. I just work so much that I'm tired and I don't yeah. feel like cooking. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but like, I think it depends on the situation, you know? Yeah. Cause like in this room, hundred percent us, zero percent Mike, like don't come in here. Yeah. Don't he come came in here, here and Unless was looking at my wine. bookshelf. He was right. He looked at my bookshelf earlier. He was like, uh, I'm like, do you, what's he got to say about the, do bookshelf? you have an idea? Do yeah, you what's got to say about do that you got an idea? No, I think he was just like, I think he was secretly admiring it because it looks good, right? He should. It looks for my salon. Doesn't it look so nice? Yeah, y'all. We you would you would walk in this room and think we were C level executives. I mean, Spencer we are. and I are. We have cubicles. We have a we have a whole office in here. Cubicles. We have a whole corporation in this room. <laughs> yeah, this one little room really yeah. fits everything. No, I think it depends on what the the fifty fifty hundred whatever. Oh. There's some things I want zero percent, and some things I want one hundred percent. Like sometimes I don't want you to help. Don't wash my clothes and don't dry them because I don't need them to look like a crop top. Period. Oh my God, no. I'm so opposite. Do do all of the household things that I don't have to. Like, you don't want any control over it? See, I'm a control freak, I think. Well, he also, we've also been together so long that I think he knows how I like a lot of things done. Mike does too. That's why he doesn't do them. Because I'm like, <laughs> that, no. And not that I think he I absolutely have to do more though. I mean, I am very guilty of that. I should do more. Actually, we should have, that. yeah, we should have Robbie on this show. He'll probably just be we like, are, she's a lazy bitch. No, we're going to have the guys on in the next couple episodes. Like, I feel like that will be such a good one, but we need to plan it. Let's do like a Friday night or like a Saturday night. Robbie we has can... been dying to come on the show for so long. Really? Because Mike is like dying to not. Like, he's no. going to be so scared. Robbie's like, you should totally have the husbands on. He's been saying that since season one. Yes. Okay, but let's do it though. Like I was saying, like on a night where like Mike can have a drink. Yes. And then, because Mike would not, he's funny. Listen, I can't let him hear me because I don't want him to hear this. He needs to be drunk. He's really funny when he's not trying, but he is so shy. I'm like, to loosen up. Yes. Well, that's what Robbie's so shy too. I'm like, so why the hell do you want to come on the show so bad? Because he listens. He knows what they want. He knows. <laughs> he knows. He's more in tune than we yeah, are. Probably. He's is. a patron. He he is. I told him the other day, I said, can you please unsubscribe from Patreon? And he was like, no. And I was like, you have paid whatever amount of money he had paid since joining. And I it's was a like, tax write off, baby. He goes, he was like, it's my goddamn money and I'll put it where I want to. He was so forceful about it. And I was like, good oh, okay. for you, Robbie. And yeah. you know what, Robbie? We have an Instagram for patrons and you have not requested to join that. Oh. Go ahead and send that request. Um, no, we will have them on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I lost my point. Oh, 16. I'm definitely guilty of never ever bring up divorce, even in a joking way. Pretend it's not an option. Like it doesn't even exist. I think it's fun to I, joke about that. Like, if, right. He know, doesn't know I'm serious. And if he does know I'm think I'm serious, then that's a whole different uh, right. conversation but no I'll joke like if he says or does something like that I'm pretending to be offended by or whatever right. I'll be like divorce right you same know, yeah if anybody knows any good divorce lawyers like send right. one my way he does not get offended by that no. but he's very we're secure in our marriage so right I was we say, can joke about it yeah we'll make a joke about it or like I will make a joke about it and I'm not like being serious because if I was really gonna do it I'm not gonna advertise it correct I'm gonna be squirreling away shit behind your bed <laughs> Jack. No, that's <sighs> stupid. 17. Cultivate separate interests and encourage one another to pursue them. Not a problem. Not a problem. Listen, and 100% 100% agree, not a problem no. in, in our relationship. Okay, so I just had a client or I just had a conversation the other day about how some people can't do anything without their spouse, without their boyfriend, without their whatever. It 
drives me crazy. Like go do something that is attractive. When you have a, a hobby, a job, like outside something of the house. outside of me that interests you. Right. You have to go do it. Like go fish. Also, like it looks good when you have a little tan. When you come home with your little hat and your little fishing shirt, that's cute. Don't be up in here pasty ass laying on my bed when I'm trying to clean up. Yeah. I'm being real mad about it. But it's like everybody will always be like, oh my gosh, like Robbie, like especially in the summer, we go to so many softball tournaments oh, and yeah. things like that. And I'm like, no, like I enjoy doing this. One, I enjoy watching him have fun right. with friends in an in an environment that it's also he attractive. Likes. Like watching your husband like be good at softball, like that's attractive. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. to like watch your partner be good at something and like have fun and whatever. Right. Like, no, I I want to be a part of that. And well, the camaraderie it. too of like the other wives and like that's a lot of fun for actually. sure. So no, you I don't understand these couples that like have to feel like they need to be involved in every little thing that, that their spouse does. That's an insecurity thing to me. Like when, when you have no- Absolutely. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, and if this is you, this is gonna offend you. If you have no friends and your man has no friends and all you do is stuff together, that is a red flag. Problem. Literally six red flags. Yeah. Amusement park. You're a roller coaster. <laughs> Not good. Go get a hobby. Go to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the mall. Amen. Amen. Do something. I don't know. Go read a book. Damn, there is nothing. And I have friends like this who are in very healthy relationships, but I just will never be able to wrap my head around the people that like when they are separate, mm -hmm. can't stop calling and texting one no, another. No, mm -hmm. when I am away, uh, I was just in Memphis for four days for work. Mm -mm. Robbie and I texted good morning and I called him for about five minutes every night when I went to sleep. That was it. That was yeah. the extent of our communication. Obviously, you can communicate a little bit more than that. We're kind of extreme, but like Mike and I are like that too. I don't understand. No. Like I've gone on trips before where my girlfriends are on the phone constantly play by play constantly of like texting and calling right. the other person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how are you not fucking sick of them? Right? Why are enjoy you, your time? Why no, are why you being you present? No, why did you come? Because Literally. that's how I feel about it. Yes. If we are doing girls' night, like girls' nights drive me crazy. If I'm on a girls' night, a night, I'm talking like out yeah. to dinner. And all you're doing is texting on the phone. No. Go home. You know what? Bye. Don't he, even be here. He it's obviously insulting. needs you here because you clearly aren't contributing to the conversation. Yeah. But like, yeah, Mike out of town this weekend, he went on like a fishing trip. Literally, he, he does text me every day. Love you. Like in the morning, even at work, like mm -hmm. every single day, this is the thing. And then like, we'll talk a little bit like random, like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing much. Just blah, blah, blah. Out on the boat, whatever. Cool. And that's it. Yeah. Like it's not a check in. You don't. You're alive. Right. Cool. Exactly. It's a pulse check. <laughs> yeah. Literally. But like on girls trips and stuff or like when we went to the mountains for your birth. No, I'm like that. No, I won't get it. No, like, I'm I'm on stage. Okay. I'm karaoke <laughs> in front of the fireplace. I cannot be bothered with a text message. Yeah. Like I was on a trip last year with some other girls and there were multiple occasions where everyone is on the phone with their significant others. And I'm just like sitting there in the living room by myself, twiddling my damn thumbs. Like, yeah. okay, well this fucking oh. sucks. Also, Let me don't call me. I don't even need you to call. Now that being said, if like Mike is gone and Fisher's here, he will face like Fisher FaceTime Mike last night, but they yeah. kind of talked and I'm like cooking or doing whatever. But really it's a little different. unless it's a long period, we don't need to call each other. No, it's fine. I trust you. You trust me. I'll see Literally. you. Literally enjoy your time. Right. We'll be together not, soon. Now, that being said, Mike will send me sunrise or sunset pictures. Like, on, like, because I love those and he'll send me those. Like even when he goes to a fishing tournament for like a week, like a Saturday and he's home on Saturday night, he'll still send me. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Beautiful. Wish I was there. Except I wanted to sleep in. 
So right. seven o'clock. <laughs> okay, 18. If you have kids, it's okay to put your spouse first. A healthy marriage will ultimately benefit them. I have no that opinion on this one because so, I have no children. Yeah, that is so hard, but I agree. I mean, like I would never, I don't think my kids ever resented Fisher over anything, but I mean, I agree with that. There are definitely relationships though that fall apart because they They're don't. Kids. Right, yeah. they don't. But prioritize each other and their relationships. But that's also why like Mike and I do trips, just me and him. Like we're going on a cruise in a couple weeks with a lot of our um, like high school friends that we do and we do every other year. And this is, we are the only couple out of a lot of couples, not Ray and Fisher. Mm -hmm. Now that's also because my kid is a level 12 and there's a cruise and we have a balcony room and there's a lot of spaces that he could jump overboard. But no, I mean, Mike and I have so much fun when we do those things. And we're also going to Kentucky for the bourbon tour, bourbon trail, bourbon, bourbon something in April for Stacy's husband's 40th. Stacy sent me a picture of her tasting bourbon. She says it's disgusting. So I can't wait for this, <laughs> but I feel like, but like those types of trips, like yeah. we do those and I'm not going to lie. I love vacation Mike so much. Like he's so fun, Yeah, but you have to do those because otherwise if it's all about your kid all the time you kind of forget because you you might have resentment towards like dad like your husband as a dad or mm-hmm. whatever that person you know what I mean maybe they're not doing enough and it's not because they are meaning to but maybe they're not but if you don't ever reset and like rejuvenate your relationship or your love for that person yeah damn that could get real tricky yeah it might be headed you to have the even divorce. if you don't have kids like you yeah. have to date your spouse even if you don't have kids I think it's still important to spend time outside of the normal life, like yes. go on a vacation, go to a softball tournament, softball tournament, <laughs> go to a softball tournament and enjoy each other. But really like you got to do that. Otherwise it's just like mundane, like the same thing every single day, like boring. We did yeah. that all of us in quarantine and y'all saw how that left. Yeah. <laughs> left us all in shambles. I wonder how many marriages ended during a COVID. lot. Uh, have you not seen like memes and like statistics a lot of babies and a lot of divorces literally <laughs> so either went you were yeah. just doing it all the time or you were kicking your or man out ha- hated each other right okay 19 learn to know when you fucked up and apologize sincerely without adding a but Ooh, that's a hard I one i feel real attacked because if you asked mike right now if i say sorry he's gonna say no <laughs> he's probably right a little bit i do say sorry but I, if, <laughs> it is so hard not to justify when you know, listen, yeah, it is so hard for me to say sorry when I know that I was right. <laughs> no, I'm being serious right now. I ain't trying to be funny. So I will never <sighs> apologize if I know that I'm right about mm. something, but I will say I'll apologize for my delivery on things. Right. Or you know, making them feel a certain way. Yeah, same. Yeah. But that ain't but my I'm, problem. <laughs> like also correct. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm right about something, or if I feel like I handled something in the best way, but he doesn't agree with that, I can acknowledge that like he sees it differently than yeah. me and apologize. Yeah. Whatever. But that's it how is I very it is very hard to I guess not that's exactly it. Butt. It's like I know if if I said something wrong or it was interpreted wrong or whatever. I'm going to say sorry for that part of it. However, if you just don't like what I got to say, or you just That's don't your problem, like, not mine. right. I'm not going to, that is not my cross to bear. Yeah. Like, listen, man up because I'm sorry. 
but <laughs> like the famous last words, put it on my, put it on my tombstone. Mm-hmm. I'm at the mall, probably at the mall. I'm sorry, but those two things <laughs> define me as a human. Great. <laughs> the last one is make these rules spoken. What? Stupid. Wait, all the ones that we just read? Yeah. Okay, that's self-promotion, and that's rude of them (laughs) to get us all the way to 20 and then to say that. Like, wow, that was a real uh, rude turd thing to say. But for the most part, I do agree with those. No, I agree. Sorry, don't touch my feet. I had to start and stop it, y'all, and Spencer almost touched my toe. Almost. Wow, we were about to... (gasps) Okay, so we have a basically famous moment that really just speaks to the soul of me as a mother. Like, I... I don't know that I've had this yet. Hi, Wendy and Spencer. First of all, I love the new show so much. I would love to hear more of your thoughts on being a working mom. I'm struggling. I work with children all day and then often feel drained and have nothing left to give for my own kids at the end of the day. I'm not always patient with tough times like bedtime. I end up feeling like I'm failing at home and at work. To top it off, my husband makes me feel like it's not that challenging to put the kids to bed and doesn't understand why I might get frustrated easily when the kids are testy. Just feeling down, and I would love your, to hear your thoughts. Thank you for always making me laugh. First of all, did I write this? Because <laughs> No, I actually, this could not be more perfect for this show, I feel like, for this particular topic. yeah. But also, this is really hard because... Can I just interject yeah. before you start? Yeah. Why the fuck isn't her husband also putting the kid to sleep? Okay, so... Agreed. But it's not even that he's not putting them to sleep. He's downplaying it. And if it's that damn easy, I'm going to need you to do it, sir. Right, but he's downplaying it because he's not doing it. Right, so then you do it. And that's exactly what I would do in that situation. But I have a couple clients that work in childcare and they've said this and it's so hard because depending on like the day that I've had, like I'm a lot more patient when I didn't work that day. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm not at work all day and then I come home, like I don't want to ever come home and like walk into my house to chaos. It just, Mm -hmm. it just, you know what I'm saying? Like after being, your home is supposed to be your like sanctuary, right? Like it's your safe space. Yeah. But I mean like more than that of like, if I've had a chaotic day and then I've drove home and then I come home and Fisher's not in bed and he's wanting to, like he's going through this, like, I want a snack. I'm hungry. I got to go pee. I got to go poop. When really at the end of the day, you want your day to just end. I was mm-hmm. just telling Bouge about this a couple nights ago. I did her hair and I'm like, you know, there are days that like, I just want to go home and your day ends when you're at home. Yeah. You, you walk in your door, your day is done. Okay. You can, you can watch a show. You can. And I think that's hard when you're a mom because it doesn't always end or usually doesn't end. There's stuff to do. There's most of the time I walk in my table um, in the kitchen has got food on it his food from dinner is, you know, all of that. So you're like tidying that up and then you're doing that. And then if he's not in bed, oh my God, my patience, there is none. So for her instance, or for like other people that work in childcare, you're with other people's kids all day. I can't even imagine how hard that is. Right. Like I, (laughs) but listen, I say this all the time to people. If you work in childcare, that, that is a special person that can do that all day. I say that about Gaga. I'm like, girl, I don't know how you do this Yeah. because by the end of the day, I want to be done. And when you're like, done with their kids but then you're going home to your own yeah oh my god and then if he's not helping because he thinks it's so easy well then i'm gonna need you to do it bill right i'm gonna need you to go put him to bed because if it's if it's that easy you can do it but i also and maybe she has she has to communicate that like if she's feeling frustrated and burned out from dealing with other kids all day and then she comes home and she's like i just i don't have the mental capacity to give my child what they need in the way that they need it yeah you know, and when it comes to bedtime, it would be really helpful 
if you took on more of those responsibilities. Yeah. Maybe they like split, split it. it. Yeah. You know, who knows? Because I'm assuming like he kids, works too. So, yeah. you know, also he could have a stressful okay, job. But listen, you know, when some moms are like stay at home moms, and this is a complaint I hear, and you've probably heard it too from your friends. Mm-hmm. If you're a stay at home mom and that's your job, but your husband has a job outside of the house. Well, a lot of stay at home moms are like, my job doesn't ever end then. Like I right. need you to do stuff at bedtime. And I think that is such a miscon- misconception here in like society. If like you're a stay at home mom, no, that doesn't mean I do everything all the time Correct. because you still go home at, at night need, from your job. I, I need, need you to help me dad. But you also have to be a dad. Clocking out. But this is, this comes back to that prenup thing that I was talking about. It's, you know, there are. There, yes, there are people that like, this is what they want to do. They want to be stay at home moms. Right. That doesn't mean that they don't need to be able to clock out for a little bit. No, a, a not little bit. No, <laughs> I think even women that want to be stay at home moms and they are like, I was put on this earth to be a mom. I think they can still be very cool, passionate about it. Burns but out. you need a break. No, I think that's, that's with anything. It doesn't matter if you're a damn tennis player, you still need a break. But I also think it's very typical for a man to look at kid duties. As mom stuff. As mom yeah. stuff. You know, that's yeah. why like it always irritates the shit out of me when moms will be like oh yeah my husband's gonna watch the kids for mm, yeah no, your husband's gonna be a fucking dad right, he's and he's gonna dad. parent his children so that right. mom can have a break he's not a babysitter he's correct daddy and i really daddy do sitter. feel like when we yeah. talk like i'm to go all like gender roles and shit but yeah i do think that is the dynamic that a lot of men and women deal with in their relationships is yeah. that it's for sure. Taking care of a kid and doing bedtime and making dinner and doing all this stuff, making sure they get their homework done, whatever. Those are all mom things. And then when she needs a break, dad is babysitting. Right. And that's not okay. No, 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 no. But I mean, for her, you know, she's just saying like she feels down and like that is totally normal. And even more so like just feeling down. Like I think that is just life in general, like no matter what you're doing or like what you're doing during the day, especially dealing with kids and you're like already your patient's level is negative at that point mm-hmm. getting home. And then you feel guilty. Like, I'm sure she's like, God, like these are my kids. Like I shouldn't be, they shouldn't get the short end of the stick with me because when I'm I've, giving my all to other people's kids. Right. Yeah. And, and I totally understand that too, but yeah, maybe have that communication with him and say, listen, some days, like if I've had a hard day or if, you know, you know that Tuesday and Thursdays or days that you, whatever it is, I don't know right. exactly how it works, but like break that up a little bit. Like you said, have some communication there around it and say my days that I'll do it or this, this, and this. Cause that's kind of how we have it set up. Like I work Tuesday, Wednesday nights usually. And mm-hmm. then the rest of the time I'm home. But if I know Mike is going to be gone or was gone like tonight, I clocked out. Yeah. You can do bedtime. You can do all of it. And I'm not, now that being said, I'm not going to not go in there and like tell him good night and no, like all but of that. The but responsibility is going to fall on him to yes. initiate yeah. all of the, the bedtime steps, right. you know? Yeah. But I mean, honestly for her, like don't feel bad for not being patient. I have days like last week. Was it last week that I was like, yeah, at my wits I end. think so. I was with Fisher for like days and days and days. And I told Spencer, I was like, I don't know, this, it's just been hard this weekend. Like I don't always have those times, but I, my patience was gone and you do, you feel so bad. It's conflicting emotionally. Cause you're like, wait. And then I like lash out or I like yell at him for something. Yeah, and you it's react not his, out of frustration. Right. It's not his fault. And then you're like, and you bring yourself down to reality and then you feel bad. It's, it's just a cycle. So like, don't feel bad for feeling this way. But at the same time, yeah, girl, you gotta. Yeah, he needs to do sucks. He needs to do it too. He needs to split it. And maybe if he does split it, then you just breathe for five minutes, 
sing a song in your car. Let me tell you something. The other night I came home on the night that I worked like Thursday mm-hmm. and I had a concert in my car. Good for you. And I'm not kidding. I got home and sat in my garage for a second before I came inside. And I thought how underrated doing that is on the way home. I'm talking I've done that before. Loud ass music. <laughs> so loud. Screaming, screeching, not singing good, but doing the damn thing. I've driven laps around oh. the neighborhood because I didn't want to just sit and like have my neighbors hear me. Right. I thought about driving to Virginia. I won't even I was like, do I really want to go home? Not really. <laughs> I might pass my exit on purpose. But go. they are so underestimated. But like really do something like that if you feel like you're extra like testy that day. Yeah. Listen to your favorite song. Like scream it. Shout it. Sing it on our voicemail if you need to. I would love to hear that. I would too. I mean, really? Yeah. That's a new thing. Do it. Love it. Love it. Sound advice. Yeah. I mean, I feel good reading that because I've been there and that makes me feel better knowing that I'm not the only one. And I hope you feel better knowing that you're not the only one because I will guarantee you that there are so many people right now listening to this thing and yes, not nodding right along. Right. Mm -hmm. Thinking, "Mm -hmm, same. Yep. And they're all having conversations right now. Their husband's palms are burning, ears are burning. Whatever burns when someone's <laughs> talking about you is burning. Not Hopefully their it's genitals. not their crotch. <laughs> and that's how we go in this. Yep. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO. Are they yours? Yeah. Wish I was somebody. Never met so baby. Can I miss? Ain't over yet. No, it was a last night.
Good job, Fisher. Thank you.